Hey guys, welcome to Senpai with Some Guy episode, I think it's 33. Um, unfortunately, uh, my boy's not here. Where is he? Oh, I don't know. He's in my pocket? No, he's not. Bailey's not here. Don't call the cops. He's safe. He's alive. He's being fed in my basement. I just wanted to put him away for a little bit, okay? So um, he'll be back next week, next fortnight, next episode. Whatever it is, it's going to be somewhere there. But um, I just wanted to make sure you guys got an episode because we need to stay consistent. As of last time, we kind of fell off, but it's not going to happen, okay? So as you can see, I've got on my uh, right or left, I don't know where I'm going to put it, uh, some categories we're going to talk about today. It's just me. I'm just going to rant and hopefully um, you guys get something out of it and learn something. But what I'm going to talk about is I watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So it's going to be a little non, non-spoiler review, just my gauge on um, on the movie. Um, and then we'll go from there. Of like, you can see the categories on the side. They kind of all connect. So um, I'll start there. So, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, it was really good, guys. Really good, really good. Um, probably, probably the best Marvel movie, no, probably definitely, definitely is the best Marvel movie to come out since, um, Endgame, Avengers Endgame. Um, we know why, but I mean, yeah, well, we'll go over that in the next subject, but, um, so yeah, pretty good. Like it's, it's a pretty basic story. It's not fancy. It's not intricate. It's not going to blow your mind and win an Academy Award. But it does have a lot of heart, does have a lot of character development, and it has a just it's just got a pure vibe to the film that when you watch it, you just you just you kind of connected to it the whole time, and you don't kind of waver in between. You're not like where why are we here? What are we doing? Which kind of felt like most Marvel movies um, that have come out recently, just not really having that heart. And I think um, James Gunn really got it in this one. So, I mean, pretty good, uh, really good. Um, I mean, it is. You do. I'm trying to make this non-spoilery. So, um, we do have, you know, the main character of this movie is probably, you know, it's definitely Rocket, which is kind of weird. It's a raccoon, but uh, I mean, he gets you to feel for a raccoon. Um, so, I'll just leave it there. It's pretty good, guys. I I do recommend if there's any movie to watch right now. Go watch Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and you won't regret wasting your money. Like, love Thor, Love and Thunder. Because <laughs> that was fucking really bad. And I love Taika Waititi. Trust me, I went to that movie hoping that was going to be great. And it wasn't. But Guardians of the Galaxy 3, overall, great movie. I mean, look, it did have like a, a MacGuffin kind of thing. And I'm a, a MacGuffin, if you don't know what that is, it's kind of like um, when you need to find a treasure map um, they use it in a lot of movies. It's just a, it's just like a piece of why they're going to they're going on the journey to find. Okay, so this one it's um, I don't want to spoil it, but something to do with Rocket. All right, they have to find something to help Rocket. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. And now we're going to move on uh, to the next subject of why I think Guardians of the Galaxy. In a second hand, I think Marvel's helped DC because if you don't know. Um, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, James Gunn, he's going to be moving over to DC after this film to pretty much, not Kevin Feige it, but um, the creative side of DC, he's going to be in charge of and guiding guiding it in the direction that it's going to go moving forward pretty much. Um, he's also um, going to be directing um, and he's written 
the new Superman movie, which if you haven't, if you don't know that, Henry Cavill will not be Superman in this new movie. So, unfortunately, I know there's there's you know there's there's fans out there that love the Snyder cut. Which if you don't know that, that's just the you know Batman vs Superman, Justice League, the just Justice League Snyder cut, uh, Wonder Woman, all that stuff that's come before is pretty much I guess after Justice League is not Snyder, but it's kind of in between. DC was a wreck. Still is a wreck until James Gunn fix it, but um, things are looking up. Um, the reason I have the title, Why Marvel Has Helped DC. Now, the reason I think Marvel has helped DC is because they kind of lost their way. I, f- I feel like they've left a hole in the consumer market for good movies. <laughs> I don't, not just, because um, I feel like Marvel's just really shooting out cannon fodder right now. It's not really... It's not really sticking to where it came from of, you know, why everyone loved Marvel. It's because they really delve into the characters and made you care about the characters. Now, at the moment, their philosophy is, we're just going to show you these characters. Unfortunately, these characters that they're bringing up aren't well-known in comics, so they don't really have a big fan base to start with, as in if compared to having, like, a Captain America or a Thor. Um, so they have they don't have anything to kind of push them forward for the next one just on the basis of the character's IP already. So, but they're not really, like, if you look at, like, um, Doctor Strange, um, you know, I mean, what can you say? I mean, you have a good director, right? You have you have Raimi, who did the Spider-Man, original Spider-Man trilogy with Tobey Maguire. So, skill-wise, it's not a directing issue. I feel like it's a direction issue. As in, but Marvel kind of doesn't work where they give a director, hey, this is your movie, go do it. Um, Complete creative freedom um, is at your disposal. It kind of works different because every piece has to fit in with the end goal, um, which they used to do really well with, obviously, Infinity War, but they've gone away from it for some reason. Um, I do think they've kind of overworked themselves. I think they're trying to put too much out. And you're kind of seeing people are starting to get kind of, you know, the the Marvel shows haven't hit off. Um, And I thought, you know, that's okay. As long as the movies are okay, you know, then the shows don't really matter. But now the movies are being affected by the same thing, which is the lack of storytelling. They're not really moving the characters forward in a direction. The characters, by, by that I mean, you know, the characters are starting in one position and they're not moving um you know, they're not growing at the end of the movie in some way. It can be, it doesn't have to be the villain, can't be the protagonist. It's just, it, it can be something simple, but the, it's important that the character learns something in that journey so you learn something in that journey kind of thing. Whereas in Doctor Strange, he kind of, you know, starts the same and finishes the same. Nothing really changes in his in his life or his character. He's the same kind of dude at the end of it. So you kind of get taken on this journey to build up another character who really doesn't get fleshed out enough to care about, and then they try and make their emotional scenes, but they don't really matter because you don't really care about that character yet. You know what I mean? So they haven't really put in the groundwork to do that, which is kind of like they're moving back to, like, you would say, like the old DC, like in Batman vs Superman, introducing characters that you don't really... 
know yet, which probably maybe, you know, those movies might have been better longer. Like, I think the extended edition of Batman vs. Superman did a better job of telling why those characters are in those positions. But I still think that you go for, you know, a Batman movie or, you know, like an Iron Man, a Captain America, a Thor movie, make you, you know, introduce you to the character and actually care. Um, there hasn't really... I mean, if you look at the way they've done, they're building up their new universe, Marvel, they're introducing them into other movies. Like, you got Ironheart, but... And she kind of cameoed in uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which was an okay movie, but um, like it was a good tribute, but it wasn't really, you know, game-changing like, um, you know, the first one was kind of. So that didn't have its own... I mean, that's got. I think she's got her own show coming out. I don't know if they've cancelled that or not, but I think that should have came out maybe beforehand. Um. But, yeah, they're still not really making you care about the characters. So in that case, I think after watching Guardians of the Galaxy, um, I think what James Gunn has, if he can do this for all of... Not all, but, you know, if he can do this for most of the new DC movies coming out after, I think, The Flash is when the new um, kind of DC slate's going to be begin, you'll start seeing a new universe forming. You're going to see a new Superman. You're going to see a new Batman. You're probably going to see a new Wonder Woman and a new um, uh, new Aquaman. I don't know what they're going to do, but um, you're probably going to see like new people come into those roles. And the Flash movie will be the explainer for that. But all I hope, um, and kind of, you look, I was a bit hesitant at stuff for James Gunn coming into DC. I was like, oh. You know, because I'll be honest, I love um, the Zack Snyder world, like especially these extended editions, like the Justice League Snyder Cut. Um, I think thought it was great. I like a bit of a darker tone, though, because I'm, uh, you know, it's the type of style I like. I like darker stuff. Um, so I was a bit hesitant on James Gunn to start with, but now when I saw, you know, Guns of the Galaxy 3, um, it changed my mind. It changed my mind. So... He just he just got heart, and that's all I want when I watch a superhero movie. I want to like, you know, connect enough with the story and actually care what's going on. I don't want to just go there and not really give a shit when I walk out. Like, you know, there can be quips and you know funny shit, and but at least have substance in in the film. So hopefully, going forward, that's what the new DC um, is going to look like, which is where we're going to go now. As I said, this is going to be a quick episode. Um, So tell me if you liked it. If you don't, it's just me ranting. It feels weird. I feel like I'm going crazy. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. But um, let's continue with uh, the single potty. Um, So the new DC Universe. So if you haven't heard, um, The Flash is coming out. It's been lots of controversy with this movie. It's been trying to get made for years. It's been in production for years. Um, and then once they finished filming of that, you had the drama with Ezra Miller, who went on a, uh, fucking crazy spree, I guess you'd call it, um, uh, which didn't help. Um, and so people thought he's going to get recast for a period. The only problem with that is he's playing two characters in the same movie. Good luck recasting that. That's not going to work. So, um, 
But then you've got, so everyone's like, okay, they're going to cast him. But then here's the kicker. They do test screenings and people think the movie is awesome. Um, so early test viewing, reviewings of The Flash have been really good. So let's hope that Ezra Miller um, can get help, get back. Because I, I think he's a great actor, but you, you need to get your shit in check. You can't go around um, doing what he did or doing what they did or whatever. Uh, so, I mean, let's hope that that's good. So, all right, so let's go Let's go off the basis that the new Flash movie is a banger, okay? Everyone, most people like it. Um, it goes well. It sets up the new universe. So where does DC go from the Flash? Um, we just got, you've got the Blue Beetle movie, I think is coming out after um, uh, the new Flash movie. So if you don't know the Blue Beetle, it's actually got a pretty cool story. If you want to learn about the Blue Beetle, there's a good um, cartoon animation called Young Justice. And I think in season two, um, they really cover his kind of background and origin. Um, so if the gist of him is pretty much uh, there's this uh, thing called a scarab. And it's from an alien race who kind of uh, this scarab lets them know when the planet's ready to kind of be taken over, and the scarab makes this person their kind of warrior. So it's kind of similar to like a cyborg, um, cyborg esque kind of thing, except um, probably a greater backstory, I would say personally. Um, even though I like cyborg, I'm just saying. Um, so yeah, sometimes. You know, he can do cool things with the Scarab, but other times the Scarab might control him because it's kind of connected into him and he's connected into that. Um, so I th- I'm hoping, I've got hopes that that's going to be a good movie. Um, and then after that, I think we're going to get, geez, I don't know what's coming after that yet. But I do know that they're filming, I think they're starting to film um, the new Superman movie January next year, so 2024. So apparently they've nearly cast Superman. So um, we'll probably find out in a couple of weeks who that is. So that's pretty exciting. Um, but look, there's so much stuff they can do. I know, look, I mean, I've been going for like a Static Shock series for ages. I think that'd be cool. If you don't know who that is, just look them up. Static Shock, there was an old cartoon uh, back in the 2000s that you can go and, you know, give a watch. It connects into like the Justice League animated series. Mm-hmm. Um, Static Shock was one of my favourites when I was growing up, so I hope they make that to a series or a movie. Also, the new DC Universe is going to be connecting from the same thing, like movies, uh, animations, and games. So the same actors that play Superman in the movies are going to play, are going to voice the character in the games. Are gonna If they do an animated movie, like an in-between, so say if you've got like a Justice League movie and... There's that time in between, right? That kind of leaves leeway for the animations to make a little movie of what the Justice League did or Superman did in between. But that will still be played by um, the same actors in whatever roles. That's what that's what they're going for. I don't know if that's going to happen, but, um, I mean, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I've always wondered, you know, if, if it could happen like that. Um, and it's kind of going in, you know, the right direction. So let's hope that all goes well. Um, so I think if Marvel stays where it's going, which is not good, let's be honest, it's not good. If you like it, congratulations, but I've seen a lot of people, I think the tide's kind of turning on Marvel. 
Um, and and look, I'm not big on like CG. I don't really care that much about CG. I know there's people out there who go, oh, it's bad CGI. Oh, that's good CGI. Just give me a good story and I'll not, I won't care that much. As long as it looks, you know, decent. You know, if it looks horrible, then I'll be like, oh, come on. Like be a bit better, but, you know, just make good stories, Marvel, and you probably get back to where you were. But that's why I think um, Marvel's helped DC. I think DC's got a new plan to be to give creative license to directors, which is the way Warner Brothers used to be. That's why you got like the Christopher Nolan Batman series and even the Matt Reeves kind of, you know, that's going to be separate. That's not going to, that's going to be Elseworld. It's probably something that should explain Elseworld. So in the comics says Elseworld comics or variants, right? So it just, it just means graphic novels that are just based in their own universe. They're not connected to the main timeline. Now they can come in in like a multiverse situation that is possible, which they might do down the track, but they've already said that, yeah, uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman is going to be separate from whatever they do in um, the new DC kind of main uh, timeline. So that's something to keep aware of. They will have a logo at the start of the movies that's going to be different, so you kind of know that it's not connected um, when they come out. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. I'm not going to talk your ear off for for too long. It's pretty weird for me. So... um, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this single podcast from some guy. Um, I'll find Senpai. I don't know where he is, you know. You know what? You know what? I might let him out the basement. I might let him out the basement. And um, he'll come back next week. And we'll probably talk about some anime. There's actually um, some stuff next week. I'm going to talk about, like, Studio Ghibli. Um, So stay tuned, guys. Watch some uh, old episodes. Watch the episode, share it if you liked it. If you didn't, I'm sorry if it's bad, but I put something out for you. Um, so uh, thank you guys for watching. Like, subscribe. Follow us on all the podcast forms if you like us. And uh, follow us on Instagram. And uh, I'll see you next week.